Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroyed Digital, a digital marketing podcast. I'm Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chen. How are you today, Mark? I'm doing really good. Oh, that's good. What are we talking about? We're talking about hiring a good web developer. So there's only two words that come with this. Yep. Buyer beware. Ah, yes, ah, indeed. Yeah. Because like... For most people, uh, most people, I would say, don't know what they're actually buying when they're buying a web de- a web developer, a website, whatever. Can you, know. you buy web developers? I, you can. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. You can. What's your you hourly can, rate? You can pay them off. <laughs> you can pay off web developers right, to go- keep their mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> so a, great, a good web developer will logically give you a good website, a great website. Yeah. Is that the, is that the analogy? Well, that's, I think, well, that's what... The- I think that's what people want and what they hope is that they... Because when you're going into buying a website, you're kind of going in blind. You don't have... Mm. It's not like... It's not like even a car, you know, you, you you go, okay, well, these people seem to know what they're talking about if you buy a used car, right? Yep. And, yep. and you jump in, you take it for a drive and you go, okay, yeah, and you can get the RACV to test under the hood and, yep. Yep. and sign off that it's, you know, that yep. it's roadworthy and all of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and you got a better luck. Yeah. You know, like buying, it's a great, great analogy, buying a car versus buying a website. Um, the, the, this, the statistics out there is that 70% of all car purchases are done on aesthetics. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> there goes my analogy no, no, just no, debunked. But, no, but that's a perfect analogy because when someone's trying to buy a website, they, it's, it, what it says is that a lot of car buyers, and you can insert this with website buyers, don't really understand what goes on under the skin. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There is a select few of, of people, obviously, that understand it, right? Yeah. You know, the, the car nuts and the, you know, and the, and the tech heads. Um, but most people don't. Mm. And and I think when they go into buying, uh, like they're getting a website. Okay, well, here's a company. Their websites look pretty nice. Um, mm. I'll go with them. The price is right. Yep. I don't think they really go. I hope they can do this. Exactly right. They so, seem to assume they can do this. Exactly. It's like again. It's like okay, buying a car or buying a buying a cake. Mm. Like you go into a cake shop. You know the reason why cake shops have a whole bunch of cakes in the in the um, in the window. It's so that you can point to a cake and I want something like that. And it looks it looks the part, right? Yeah. It's a birthday cake. It's got chocolate on it and it's got some strawberries and some fresh cream. Great. That's the one I want. Yeah. You know, make me one. And then when it comes down to it, they're like, but we are gluten-free and we need organic flour own. Oh, well, you wouldn't have flour if it was gluten-free. You know what I mean. There's some more specifications well, that come along with it. And, well, the uh, biggest specification, right, and the biggest thing that you can't tell when you're buying that cake mm. is does it taste any good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. You don't know till you've bought it, you've got it home, you've cut it open, you've served it to the kids. Yeah. You know, and then the kids just dump it in the bin because it tastes ugh. Yeah. Let's let's move on from cake and actually talk about websites and stuff because okay. well, it's, because it's starting to I'm getting hungry. Right, I'll right, be right, honest. Right. Let's, let's move away from <laughs> cake. Um that's how that one. Making a car is a multidisciplinary endeavor. Very similar to making a website. Yeah, you know, you've got a lot of people involved. Your teams, you've got your design, you've got UI designers, your user interface designers, you've got your UX designers, your user experience designers. 
you know, you've got your web developers, if you're building in WordPress, and then if you've got any other plug, you know, any other functionality in the back, you know, you've got your PHP guys, and you've got... I want to I wanna play starting, devil's advocate and starting, go, but I just want a website. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. You want to, you want a website, but just, these are the people that are involved yeah, yeah. to make your website. Exactly. So, okay, as a, so I, I know some, I know buyers just say, oh, make it simple for me. I don't want to know. That's great. You don't want to know, right? Yeah. But whether you like it or not, your website has to go through these people. Yeah. Exactly. And there are some things that you do want to know about, like what's the purpose of your website? That's right. That's right. So um, when we were talking about before this episode, we were talking about like what types of things we'd want to talk about on this episode. And mm-hmm. and those things, the things that came up that out of our conversations, Mark, were uh, what are the things that you should like? There are some red flags that I've seen over the years yep. um, with inheriting websites from other developers who couldn't finish the job? You mean they stuffed it up? I'm just going to say couldn't finish the job. (laughs) Okay, he meant stuffed it up. But anyway. (laughs) And there are some things that, like, they should be asking you because you you don't know what the process is. This might be the first time you've ever built a website. You're like, hmm. okay, I want to build a website and it's their job, whether they're an agency or a web developer or whoever it is, um, to guide you through that process. Yep. To take your hand and say, here's what we need to do first, second, third, and not make it like not make it extra work for you in terms of like this daunting task, they've got to break it down into simple little, just answer this question, just answer that question, yep. just reply to this email and then and we'll do the rest. Come in for a, a chat, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. like not make it this whole thing where you go, I don't know how I'm going to turn what's in my head and what my my business partner wants or what my boss wants into a tangible website online yeah. like yeah. how do i that's a lot for someone who doesn't do that for a living well that's, it. that's <laughs> it oh i totally get that it's like you know exactly right i mean that is why when you go to buy a car when you go and buy a car there's the lots full of cars in different colors and you go i want that one because that's the one i want you know it's got it's got oh right i'm i I mean, the same deal, right? The car dealer will ask you, you know, is you is this a family sedan? Is it a wagon thing that you want? You know, are you going to go off-road a lot? You know, is it for your family or is it for yourself? And those are the questions that a web, a good web developer or web designer, what's the word? I would, agency, would agency, whatever, whoever yeah. it is. Yeah, would ask, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to have something that's fit for purpose. So we've got a, a, a um, we've got a process flow, I think, that, that seems that, that works. You start yeah. with strategy. I mean, I, I like to, I, I call it a marketing strategy. Well, I mean, that's I think essentially a, what it is, like, because the website's got to fit in with a marketing strategy. And that strategy could be as complex or as simple as you... As, as your marketing is. Yeah. Yeah. I exactly. mean, if it's, a, yeah, you're exactly right. If, you, if you've just got one product, or one and a very niche audience, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. If it's, a, you know, if you're a massive uh, a multinational, of course, that strategy is a lot more complex. And your website has to do a lot more things. Yeah. So when, because that's the other thing is when people hear, they hear the term marketing strategy, like, oh, do you, do you have a marketing strategy at the moment? They're like, well, uh, mm-hmm. maybe it Sell sounds, more stuff. sounds, sounds expensive. Mm. Like I just want a website, but, mm. but that, like when you talk about that marketing strategy, it doesn't have to be a, One you know, $10,000 no. marketing strategy that, you know, 
or fifty thousand, whatever it is. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Have, it can be whatever your budget for a marketing strategy is. It could be as simple as, could be as simple as. I just need to sell more um, of this one product and I want people to get to the, the landing page and yep. register their interest so that I can send emails to get them back or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't oh, well. do that part. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, okay, you got a pretty good grasp of it. But I mean, straightforward is you got to know who you're selling to, what yeah. you're telling them and what you want them to do. Yeah. You know, on your on on your website, on your socials and all exactly. the other things. And that's your strategy, right? Yeah. What do you want what what do you want out of this whole this process or this, this 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 asset? And that in turn determines like what types of pages you need, what you need on those pages. Absolutely. All What's, of that sort of thing. Exactly. And that's your functional spec, right? So Well, that's well. not even that yet. It's like you that uh, that's the thing that people the we were talking about, the red flags that like mm. Uh, for me, a big one is n- n- a web developer that doesn't deliver a functional spec yeah. or even just a um, like a big project you want a full, full detailed functional spec that you've paid X amount of money for, like mm-hmm. on, a, on a proper project. Yep. Um, for a normal website, like just a brochureware site or with very limited functionality, a, a blog or whatever, yeah. um, you want to at least have a decent brief that's given back to you, like yep. a return brief um, that's sort of like, okay, these are the pages. This is what's going to be on those pages. Um, we're going to do some mock-ups and you can see what they look like and and if you're happy with them, we'll go ahead or changes, whatever. Yeah. But, like, when there's not a solid planning process. Yeah, but see, okay, a lot of that stuff happens after you've been commissioned. Yes. So, before you get commissioned, how does the buyer know that you're the right, you know, people for the job? Yeah, well, that's that's really see, hard. See, that's the, that's the question I'm trying to ask. That's, that's what I'm trying to put forward right here. Yeah. You well, know. you might want to. You might ask them what is their development process, what's their workflow. Do you, do mm-hmm. we get do we get a brief, do we yep. a return brief or functional yep. spec, or do we get mockups? Absolutely. How many revisions do we get? Do we get mm. do we get two options for the mockups? I see that as all. Like, de- what do we? I, I see that as detail. By the way, yeah, that's 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 really that's drilling it down. Yeah. Um. But my, I, I, I'll, I'll from a from a high level. I mean, and going back to what you said before, the, you know, the red flags. Um, first of all, you got to have a strategy. You ah, know, for if, sure. If they don't ask you what is your strategy, yeah, you know, that's your first red flag. Yeah. Second, second red flag, uh, you know, I would, I would think um, would be them not understanding, not asking for all the information that they can get their hands on with regards to your brand, with regards to you know uh, what are you trying to achieve. You know, with um, with your brand and uh, and uh, getting all the background information that might not be in that strategy, um, and and from there, then build out the functional spec. You know about yeah. what the website's supposed to do and how it's going to fit in with everything else. Well, one of the things I, w- I was just uh, just having a bit more of a think about that, and usually, um, usually in the sales, I guess sales quote unquote process mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it's it's just a lead and you're just having a talk to them and yep. um i actually like to like let them know what the whole building process is whether they ask about it or not yep yep uh so that they know understand what the process getting. yeah 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 i get that what yeah. they're getting into and all of that sort of thing i totally get that and i i approach it from a very from a creative perspective yeah 
you know, where I sit down with the client and, and ask them the creative questions, you know, um, I mean, sorry, creative questions, creativity comes in all sorts of flavors and shapes and sizes. And I don't think creativity is a visual thing. I don't think creativity is a sculptural thing. I think creativity is in a, is an approach to solving problems, you know, um, and using a creative approach to solve a problem would be, you know, asking the right questions and sitting with a client and workshopping them. Yeah. You know, pulling out the threads, so to speak. Yeah. Essentially figuring out how you can have your cake and eat it too. Is that what you're trying to say? Mark? <laughs> I just wanted to bring the cake analogy back in and you look very unimpressed. You said don't go there. <laughs> and then you went there. So are you comparing apples in a, with oranges? Uh, what what do we mean by that? Ah, for example, if a client's got a strategy, they've got a, they've got a brief. They go to a bunch of of, of um, web developers and say, "All right, build me a website based on this on my brief." Yeah. All right, and you get four or five quotes back. You know, three being the minimum. You know, that seems to work. And then you go and go like, wait a minute, this guy's charging. Let's pull on pull on number three grand, and the top end guy's charging fifteen what's the difference yeah well um yeah you you definitely want to look at what what they're actually offering and and why they're offering it and i think that comes down to i would assume and hope that the fifteen thousand dollar guy was giving a bit more detail into where it was all going and and what Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. you know part of that fifteen thousand dollar quote well i mean let's i mean i used to work in an agency and so have you and you know we've we've built websites from five grand to yeah. you know sixty grand yeah easily. You got to ask the question. You got to you know, lift up the bonnet. You got to have a look as a client. You know you that was that's you know you start querying why, because sometimes the guy that's charging you more, right, is mm. actually is actually going to end give you a better product. Yeah, I, I find that like what I have actually noticed is uh, web web design web development it is the type of industry where you get what you're pay, what you pay for mm-hmm. like i I've, mm-hmm. I've i've seen it i've yeah. seen uh cheap sites get um people get frustrated with uh cheap sites and um then other ones that pay like a lot more but like they don't seem to have any any issues with it? Well, that's um, it. It's like um, something so straightforward as, you know, like, if, for example, if your agency, if the agency is giving you a, a quote and one question I would ask is, you know, what sort of, what sort of template are you going to, are you going to yeah. be building it on? Yeah, exactly. You know? Is it a customized template? Are you just buying it off Theme Forest? Because sometimes that's what they do. They buy it off Theme Forest for, XM, or, you know. Oh, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of places do. Yeah. Um, and then they send, it's a theme. It's great. I mean, it fits your needs, then it's perfect. Yeah. If it fits your needs. Yeah. And then, but then what, what I see all happen a lot is that when they've up, you know, when then the client has a look and during the, uh, you know, the variation or phase, they look, oh, um, I would like to add my phone number to the homepage. Yeah. And guess what? Chances are the theme doesn't allow you to do that. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, it's like, and all of a sudden it's six hours of development because you got to hack into the theme and blah, blah, you know. And and then you got a $2,000 website. You know, it's completely, now it's completely out of spec. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and if your web developer was uh, savvy, you'd be charging you by the hour to fix it or to upgrade it, and you wind up paying three and a half grand for your website. 
Well, there's there's a meme um, that I saw just the other day, which I'm I'm actually on the computer right now trying to find it, um, but I'm not going to be able to find it. But it's a uh, a web developer. Well, it's a web development analogy, mm. and the guy is standing there at his house, and he's got all the all of the bricks. He's building a house. He's got the bricks around yeah. the bottom, mm-hmm. and he's saying to himself. Um, okay, this time I'm going to do it right, right? Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to the next frame and he's got a house, but then off the house there's like another house and then it's like <laughs> a massive tack- tree of like everything a- tacked on. Onto like, the house? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're going to build a house, you know, right? Oh, it's building a house is very similar. Again, it's another great analogy, house building to websites. Well, that's, that's the problem that I have with, like I've got a problem with uh, using themes because like, a website never really stops. It evolves and yeah, that's it. it needs more things yeah. added to it and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So, while at the very start, you might go, okay, well, this theme kind of fits my needs, but, you know, mm. in a year's time or, you know, two years' time or whatever, when you're yeah. trying to add more functionality and different things to it, yep. is is it really going to... Allow you to do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, it's like... So, you know, if you're building a house, the house analogy is you're building a house, but then you've got to have, you know, provisions for extensions, going sideways, going upwards, adding more stories, adding more levels, yeah. you know, uh, upgrading the uh, the kitchen, you know, the bathroom as you go over, you know, as, as you go. I think one of the things that um, a lot of people maybe don't even know about is mm. um, sort of future-proofing. Yep. Um, you when you're building a site, like you want to try and future proof it as much as possible, which is like with websites, it's changing. You know, every couple of months, <laughs> mm. um, with updates and all of that sort of stuff. So there's there's that level. But like when I talk about future proofing, I think about the business's needs future proofing. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I like to like you should definitely think about okay. What am I going to need now? But also, is that going to match what I'm going to need in two years? Well, that time? G- goes back to your strategy. Because, you know, uh, let's face it. I mean, if you're not planning two or three, five years ahead for your business, you know, you're, you're just reacting. You know? mm-hmm. So if you do have a marketing strategy, if you do have a business strategy or a business plan, it's a, it's, you need to share that with your web developers. You need to share that with your digital marketers. You need to share that with with your entire team because that's that's how they're going to build you something you know that um that's fit for purpose it yeah. has some kind of longevity and some usability going forward yeah exactly mm. um and uh then then we've got the other the other uh what's it called um, what the elephant in the room is it an elephant in the room is it like there's the elephant, a, yeah. a whole yeah. minefield is what i was trying to find yeah. um the the minefield of outsourcing and all of that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. In in this day and age, I guess. I mean, I, I'm sure you and you would have seen this a lot. And I, I remember you've got a couple of really good examples of what's good and what's bad out of outsourcing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I think I think as a group we don't we don't we don't have an issue with outsourcing. Um, Not at all. Yeah. Um, but when you outsource something, you need to have uh a framework in place, so to speak, is it to manage that outsourcing, that outsourced asset? I think, well, there's, there's a couple of things. Um, like I think when I introduced the idea of outsourcing just now, I did make it sound a little bit more negative than I, I mm. intended to. 
um, because it can be great if you've got if you've got a um, a team that you can outsource to that can get it done. Um, whether it's whether it's a local outsourced uh, freelancer or whether it is an offshore uh, team or mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. if they can get it done, do it right, and they've got the right uh, what was what were you saying? The structural well, um, it's, it, well, the, processes it's in part place. Of the, and yeah, exactly, they're, they're part of your operational process. They've got they've you know they're, they're working to your operational specs. They're working to your um, build specifications because you know there's like a million and one ways to write code. But yeah, exactly. But there's also there's also um, a level of there's a lot of services out there um, that provide outsources to anyone who can. It's like you should have a license to outsource. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I got a huge problem with outsourcing companies that are anonymous. You you sign up, you you t- you you type in a couple of fields about what you want, and then. Some anonymous anonymous person's gonna contact you and says, Yeah, we can get it done for X amount of dollars. Yeah. Right, sort of thing. And then you say, Okay, do it. And then they assign somebody you've never met before. That's when it really becomes a oh, minefield. It's like the hospital pass. The you hospital know? pass? Yeah, it's a, it's it's the, it's you know, it's a hospital pass. You know, it's like you you you, hand, uh, okay. like, you know, it's like a handball. It's oh, a, it's like, yeah, it's, it's sporting analogy. It's, yeah, it is a sporting analogy. Or oh, and it's not the hospital pass, and what's what's the one I would use? It's like um it's a train wreck, that's what it is. <laughs> So um, one of the one of the problem and why I sort of bring up like you should have a license to outsource um, is because and I've seen this all too often is that you'll see uh, someone that looks like uh, a company or whatever that can do all of these services they got a whole list of the services that they can do mm. um, and then they pass off the the website development offshore to uh, whoever yeah. um, they don't know. They've just just got a. They're signed up to a service. They pass. They pass it out. Uh, hospital pass it out. Um, I'm being sporty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it gets quote unquote done. It comes back. It's not quite right to spec because they haven't sort of managed the project. They haven't. They don't. Uh, they might not have. No visibility to the client for one. Well, but they they might not you have know. the expertise to review the code that yeah, they're absolutely. getting and say, "Oh no, well that's no good." I've seen that. You know? I've seen I've seen that I've seen that's a couple of times where um, you know, like a uh, someone who's I'm not someone who's not qualified to be outsourcing the work. Yeah, you know, would outsource it. Yeah. Um. So. Like, you know, this is it's so like, like a broker almost. Yeah, they don't know what's wrong with it. No. Um, no. they're in over their head and then, uh, and then as soon as you start adding some like functionality that like just even a little bit of like custom functionality to something, they go, okay, well I need it to do this. I can tell someone that I need it to do this, yeah. but am I going to be able to make them understand what they, it needs to do? Well, and that's, it, it, it might be able to do it. Interfacing with a web developer is not something that normal people do no no <laughs> because I, I, web developers are known to be antisocial. yeah um and <laughs> reclusive and potentially poor communicators yeah that's like yeah. i mean yeah these days not so much but a lot of the time there are like 
They're nerds. We're nerds. We're all nerds. All right. He's come out, guys. He's there come we out. go. I, there, I finally said it. <laughs> it took us 24 episodes for you to come out, Chris. <laughs> and we don't want to talk to you. <laughs> well, a lot of that's that actually becomes part of it. Uh, a lot of web developers don't want to talk to people, you know, and, and just because they don't want to. They're not people people, yep. you know. Yeah, but um, then your website's got interface with people. Exactly. So you need that person that can interface with a client and a web developer. Yes. That middle person. Absolutely. And this is the importance of having a... Project manager. Is that what we... (laughs) Did I say it right? You shut up, you nerd. (laughs) (laughs) So project manager. What do they do? What do they do, Mark? Okay, well... They're the communication linchpin, I guess, uh, the 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 um the communication clearinghouse. She, he or she is that person that holds well the project together and like, make sure make sure that the multidisciplinary guys who do different things that don't even sometimes speak the same language, yeah, are all on the same page, working in a timeline, a critical path. Yeah, uh, we call it you know critical design path. You know, uh, the yeah. UX guys, the US, the UI guys, the content guys, and all that. Working in a process that uh, that that ensures the success of the um, of the project, and what that does, the reason that um, the reason that that sort of important uh, ties back to when I was saying earlier about it seems daunting to go. How do I turn this into a you know this idea into a tangible mm. website that my boss needs or my business needs or whatever yeah. that is. the project manager is the person that takes your hand and guides them through yeah that's right and, and, and you know and brings in and then they're there when they bring in your the designer so the designer comes in with the with the with the pretty pictures yeah so where 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 do we go now we uh we've covered that do we should well, let's we... talk about the process then okay the, uh, this is the ideal process which you should be looking for i think yeah 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 okay how do we start the process well you it starts it starts, <laughs> starts at marketing exactly right starts at marketing that your marketing strategy because your website is part of that bring the marketing guys in yeah you know let them run you know rampant with your strategy with your personas with your target audience with your content strategy with your keyword research let them do all of that yeah you know and come up with a with a with a with a with a plan an implementation plan a blueprint so to speak and all that you know yeah and then hand that over yeah to the web developers well yeah there's the web developers then get a brief from their marketing team that's it that say here's what the website needs to do um and then so they'll come back with a functional specification on how it gets done exactly and when that's happening Mm -hmm. the marketing guys then go over to the content guys yep and say this is what the website's going to look uh, it's going to have to do yep this is the target again this is the target audience is blah 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 Write the web copy. Exactly. Do the editorial calendar. Exactly. And then with the functional spec, um, sometimes it could be a, f- a, a functional spec slash um, brief, um, that, like the two things that the designers can then use to make their mock-ups because they can see, ah, oh, well, these are the elements that need to be on this page yep. and I can make them because we know functionally what it needs to do exactly and what element it has this button you know like that's it that's it and then and then while that's happening 
again, um, the content guys will come back and say, all right, you need, we need 800 words on that page. We need 400 words on that page. You know, that page needs to be able to do, have this content, that content, you know, you need to build us a blog that can not only take, uh, articles, but we need video and podcasts. Yeah, exactly. So, so we've got all of that. That all starts coming together, and the project manager's the is person who's juggling all of uh, these, running things. in between, making yeah, sure yeah. All, all the teams are talking and on yeah. the same timeline. Yeah, exactly. And then it finally gets to the build, um, and everybody's very happy. Essentially, <laughs> well, you would think so. And um, but even then, at that point, you know, it's like um, the project manager is still making sure that the plugins that are being used work successfully with the client. So for example, if the client if the client's got an e-commerce site, mm. you know, the client's got a bank that they're working with, you know, because they got a good rate. Yeah. Now the, that bank will have an API of some kind to connect the, the e-commerce store to that site. Yeah. You know, and the actual plugin that goes into that thing, you know, yeah. she need or she or she, the project manager, will have probably have to work with the client, you know, or the bank to make sure that, you know, the the develop the developers get the right resources at hand. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um, so so many things that just are up and up in the air, and most of the time, the the ultimate buyer, the client, doesn't see this stuff, do they? No, no, they uh, they just see. Oh well, we we gave them this stuff. Well, ideally, ideally, they don't see this because it means everything's run smoothly. Exactly. <laughs> Which is quite Sometimes. ironic because if they don't see it, they don't know what they're paying for. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like that if it seemed the- really easy and it seemed like that's that's what you're paying for. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 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 all right. So if you're going to buy a website and it's too hard, it could be a problem. If it's too easy, maybe that's not the problem. Yeah. Ma- if it seems like it's too easy, then uh, then people are doing their jobs right, mm. I think. Mm. Um, on maybe. that note... Do you want to wrap it up? Should we wrap it up there? Yeah, okay, let's wrap it up. So today's episode was brought to you by the word multidisciplinary <laughs> web development agency. There we go. Um, and I would like to thank Mark for bringing that word to us. Um, I didn't do well. I didn't do very much, but I'll accept your thanks. <laughs> you nerd. If you wanna, if you wanna uh, help me out because Mark's been calling me a nerd all episode, then subscribe to the podcast because we put a new episode out every Monday morning, um, and the point of it is to help you, the listener, navigate the whole digital, 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 <laughs> the whole digital uh, landscape, landscape. That is yeah. filled with mines and potholes and all sorts yeah. of things that you you might not see and um, yeah so it end you up wanna... costing you more in the long run exactly oh. that's the that's that's right. the big one do I do I get do we get no we get a plug a subject so we've got no one to plug except oinkdigital.com.au. oh thank you yeah because <laughs> I mean, if you're looking to record a, a podcast or build oh, a web- oh would, would be more oh, appropriate. appropriate yeah build a website <laughs> or record a podcast or um do all sorts of the other good stuff yeah that come with it um get in touch with oinkdigital.com.au and uh you might have us working on your website could do could do um so if you but if you want to still support us in some way reviews on itunes are really good that's all we really want really Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I think they were singing about reviews on iTunes. And uh, so if you want to jump on iTunes and give us a good review, <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to mark. Mark's lost it over there. I was going to make up a sporty spice joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah anyway <laughs> uh and and subscribe to our social media where we're on there sometimes <laughs> does that work does that Some, work for you? You, you we're we're on there every week mate that's I know cause, we are. yeah because you know that's how we do yeah if you want your business to be uh, featured on the podcast um, go to www.destroydigital.com.au. Fill out the form. That's it. There's there's a form there. You'll find it. It's we made it pretty easy to find. <laughs> the whole website's a big form. Uh, basically, it's right just everywhere you look. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. designed for conversion. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. And Mark, go destroy something today.